success in the new retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. And this is the Success in the New Retirement Podcast with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. My name is Mark Owens, and it's all powered by Acute Wealth Advisors. All the information, you can find it at successinthenewretirement.com. Matt, are you watching? Are you getting invested? Do you have thoughts on the new Live Tournament? <laughs> you know what's great about that is it just shows you how awesome competition is, right? So <laughs> if you don't haven't heard, Live is this new golf tournament. Um, I think it's based in, what is it, Saudi Arabia yeah. or Saudi somewhere backed. about Saudi-backed. And so they've attracted a bunch of the pros from the PGA Tour to go over and start playing in this. And so a PGA Tour's reaction was, well, let's just kick these guys out. Now you can't. Now you're not eligible to play in the PGA Tours. You can't do this. You can't do that. And it didn't really stop the flow. You had a two or three more people that said, okay, I'm going to go over there and play because they're offering more money. Mm-hmm. And so I saw an article the other day that said that the PGA Tour is now working on a different compensation package <laughs> and improving their winnings and their compensation, and that should roll out for next year. And it's like all this time they were the only uh, game in town, right? And and so they could kind of say, okay, this is what the purse is going to be. This is what the winnings will be. This is what the salary, this whatever is paying. And they didn't really have much competition. All of a sudden, this new tour comes along, puts some pressure on them, and now they're getting super competitive. So Mm -hmm. it should be a good thing all the way around. Um, I think for most people, you know, the the bummer is, is now if you wanted to watch some tournament, you're not going to have all of the big names playing. You're not going to know, you know, if, if the person that won was the best golfer at that moment in the world because half of them are playing in a different tournament. But, you know, and they're still going to allow because the PGA doesn't sanction the big, the Masters, the Open, the U.S. Open. You're still going to see your favorite players doing that. Brooks Kepka announced that he's going to be a part of the Live Tournament as well. So I think PGA, at first, they thought, well, you can't walk away from us. And then people start walking away and they start going, okay, well, let's talk about this for a <laughs> Right. <laughs> but, it, but it shows how good competition is, right? Yeah. So, again, you don't want only one person out there with the patent and the best idea. Again, take an Apple, for example. Samsung and some of these other companies have pushed Apple to higher levels, more competitiveness. You can buy a phone for cheaper because there's other competition and there's other alternatives. Uh And so you want that in every single industry. We want people to have to kind of fight for their customers because what it does is it improves the prices, it improves the competition. And so, again, I I tell Damon, I said, you know, we live in the Valley And again, there's lots of financial advisors around us. There's guys that are on the radio all the time. There's guys doing commercials. And so it's like, how do we get our voice out there? How do we make our voice known? And how do we build our reputation? But what it also does is it also internally asks, you know, and has us ask the question, what sets us apart? How do we differentiate? How do we provide value to our clients? And that's what I tell every single one of my clients a prospective clients when they walk in is usually they'll they'll say okay tell me a little bit about about your firm and so you're you know you're talking about your education background you say well I have an undergrad in in finance I have a master's and you're doing all this and but usually what I do is I end up t- steering the conversation back and I say look bottom line is you are here in this office because you are looking for value you are looking for something that provides value to you and I tell them the four areas that we strive to provide value for our clients one is that we try to, you know, improve their returns. And again, you know, that that could be looking at, you know, reducing risk and still having a similar return. There's a lot of things with that. The other is reducing the risk. The third one, reduce fees. Fourth is reduce taxes. 
And I tell them, I said, if we can do one of those things, two of those things, all four of those things, we'll be providing value back to you. That it, whatever you're paying us, you will get better benefits and better value that your net worth, your, your ability to grow your wealth, your ability to retire and draw income, your ability to keep more of your money and not give it to Uncle Sam, that will improve. That's our goal. And if I can show a prospective client that we can do those things, then they're going to automatically just say, well, why wouldn't I become a client? And, you know, then we talk about, you know, the strategies we're going to implement. We put together a financial plan and here we go. And so, again, it comes down to just providing that value. And so you can go to a million financial advisors. You can go interview them all. And again, I hope you call us and I hope you talk to us. But bottom line is, is if we can show you that we can provide value, if we can show you that we can do it better, that we can provide you better strategies, better returns, less risk, lower fees or lower taxes or a combination of all of those things versus you doing it on your own or who you're with, that's what's going to be the catalyst to say, yeah, I need to make a switch. I need to make a change. And so again, that's why I tell every single one of the clients that walks in and then we work to do that. And the way that we do that is we do what's called a portfolio analysis. So I don't, I have no idea what a client's, you know, benefits and what they're getting, what they're paying in fees, what kind of returns they're getting until I do the analysis. And so usually the first appointment, we're trying to just get to know the person, trying mm -hmm. to understand, you know, what their goals and objectives are, what they're looking for. And then they get us their statements. And what I tell them is, I said, look, once I get your statements, we can do an independent analysis. We'll do a Morningstar report on this and it will tell us, it will show us what your return is, what risk you're taking, what fees you're paying. We can look at your tax return and kind of see where you have tax inefficiencies and things like that, where you could have structure your investments a little bit better to keep more of your money. And I said, once we have that data, we can have another appointment. We can go through that and then we'll look at opportunities. And from there, we'll find if you have a lot of inefficiencies, if we can provide value, if we can tweak some things that will get a huge benefit back to you. And that's how we go about our stuff. And so again, I've had multiple appointments that I've sat down with someone and said, look, you're in good shape. You've got good strategies. Your pension's going to produce good income. There's, you know, there's not much you can do on the tax front. You know, you've got money in Roth accounts. You've got this. There's times where you say, look, you know, you're doing a great job. There's not much that we can add value here. But then there's multiple times where someone walks in, they've got a variable annuity. They're paying three and 4% in fees they didn't even know about. They're paying fees on mutual funds plus a management fee to their, their advisor. They're taking a bunch of risks. They're not getting great returns. And for those people, you can say, look, the report shows you what's going on. Would well, you like what this says? And they're like, no, I realize, you know, you know, I'm not doing so good on my own or with whoever I'm with. Mm -hmm. And then we have the conversation of how do we correct those things? So, so that's the goal. And so competition's great. I think it's great for the PGA tour. I think it's great for acute wealth. Um, because we welcome it. We want to be providing that. You encourage that second opinion. You encourage right. to say shop around. That's right. Yeah. 480-680-6868. And again, there's nothing wrong with getting that second opinion. Maybe you have an advisor and you hear us on the radio every week and you say, all right, well, let me see what Matt Deaton, let me see what Damon Roberts, let me see what they have to offer. Well, let's set up that initial consultation. It is a Morningstar portfolio analysis. And that's why that first conversation is no cost, no obligation to you. Let's just get to know each other. And as Matt said, 
He may look at you and say, you're making the right moves. There's not a lot we could do for you. Or he may say, let's continue this. Let's make some adjustments. 480-680-6868. Always online at successinthenewretirement.com. The Fed raised interest rates by three quarters of a point. Now, that's the biggest move since 1994. More could be on the way. I want you to hear this clip from CNBC's Rick Santelli. He feels that this could help inflation, but unfortunately, don't expect prices to drop anytime soon. What we have here is a failure to communicate. Even if the Fed gets these inflation numbers down to two, two and a half or three percent by the uh, end of next year, let's say, that doesn't mean prices are going down. That just means they stop going up. And I'm sorry, as they look at prices, whether they pay for milk or eggs or house or gasoline, it's about moving down that they're most interested in. And I don't see that on the horizon anytime soon. All right. With the down market, Matt Deaton, what does this mean? What are we missing here? Should we be taking on more risk or are there some other options? Well, I mean, he's trying to basically say that, look, the Fed makes these adjustments, they raise or lower interest rates, but it doesn't have an immediate effect. It, it's again, it takes four or five, six months for the effect of that interest rate to trickle through the economy, to make its way down, to affect the various different interest rates that you're using to borrow, you know, affect, you know, what you're paying for a gallon of gas, all of these type of things. So, and so what he's basically saying is the Fed is having to do what they can to kind of slow things down. Again, inflation has been through the roof. It's not transitory, it's here to stay, and it's high. It's some of the highest levels we've seen in 40 years. And so they're trying to raise interest rates, they're trying to lower that. And so as they do that, it impacts the markets. And it's been interesting because it's impacted the markets in the bond market, it's impacted the market in the stock market. And so whether you had chosen to be ultra conservative, whether you tried to have a 50-50 split in your portfolio, or whether you were 100% stock, you have felt pain as there's been adjustments to all, all of this because the stock market and the bond market are down. And so, you know, it's causing people to kind of question and say, okay, well, well, how does that impact me? I was just talking to a good friend of mine. They're getting close to retirement and they were saying, well, we're hoping that we don't have to even pull any money for the next two years. What do you think? And I said, well, I said, I think that's great. I think, you know, postponing social security benefits, doing things to try to maximize your income are, are really awesome strategies you should be considering. But I said, you just got to be careful about how you have that mapped out, because, again, what could happen over the next year, year and a half is, again, we could have the Fed raising interest rates to try to slow down the economy. But what they're trying to do in this balancing act is try to raise those interest rates without crashing the economy, mm -hmm. sending us into a recession. But it's difficult because, again, most of the moves don't show up and don't show their effect for six months down the road. So they get to the point where they say, well, do we need to raise interest rates again? Do we need to slow down the economy more? Or six months from now, are we going to find that we slowed it too much? And so for these people that, that I was talking to, these friends of mine, they were saying, you know, what do you think? Do you think we're going to go into a recession? And I said, well, I said, the numbers are rising. I, I don't think that we're going to be in a recession this year. And so I think that, that we can have some confidence as far as, yeah, we're going to see some higher prices and hopefully that starts to come down. But I don't think that we will see a recession this year. Mm -hmm. But I think the numbers and the data is starting to build for next year. I think it's starting to build that a recession is more and more likely for next year. And so what do you do? Again, that's the big question. So that's the question that came back to me. And so what do they do? And I said, well, first of all, you need to have a good financial plan, a strategy in place of how you're going to diversify risk. And so again, if all your strategy was, was stick it in bonds and stocks, again, you're finding that you're not fully diversified. 
-hmm. There needs to be other strategies, other moves inside there. And so what are some of the things that you can do? Well, at our firm, you know, we've been telling all of our clients, hey, get some money into some of those I bonds. You know, the government right now is offering a bond. You can buy a bond from the U.S. government for 9.62% is what it's paying right now. That's a pretty good rate of return for something that's guaranteed and backed by the U.S. government. And so we've told all of our clients, hey, get your get yourself, a, you know, some I bonds because those will help, you know, offset some of the, the volatility that we're seeing. Being an active portfolio, our portfolio, we don't just sit around and just wait for the market to recover. We've made multiple adjustments over the past three, four, five months to be able to reduce the risk that our clients are taking. And so, again, we can't just shove everything over into the bond side. We can't just expect that the bonds are going to be the saving grace because they haven't been. And so we've made a lot of adjustments. And so the downside that we've experienced in the market Most of our clients have experienced some of that, right? But they have not experienced anywhere near the max downside that they would have experienced if we didn't make those adjustments. And Mm so we're, we're preserving wealth by doing that. And then there's other strategies. We have other strategies that protect downside risk. We use buffer ETFs. We have structured notes that that give you a 30% downside buffer protection. We'll use a fixed index annuity for clients that want to protect assets and, and have income. And so I, you know, I have these clients that again, the market's down and 34, 40, 50% of their money is allocated to an index annuity that doesn't lose anything when the market goes down. And so they're weathering the storm. And so if their other part of their portfolio is down 10% and this part of their portfolio is not down, again, they're going through this market and maybe down 5%. Again, that's something that they can handle. That gives them the ability that if they need to spend money, they can take from an account that hasn't had a loss. They can withdraw that. They can withdraw with confidence and know that there will be money down the road if they need it. And Mm -hmm. so I think that type of activity over the next six months, 12 months, 18 months is going to be crucial because we're going through a high inflation period, raising interest rates. Potentially that leads to a recession. Potentially that leads to continued higher costs, more volatility in the market. What is your plan? If you do not have a plan, if you're just writing this out, if you're just hoping it's coming up again, I, that type of strategy right now, I think is going to show a lot of holes, a lot of weakness, and you got to be better prepared than that. Are you hearing people, Matt Deaton, people who just say, well, hold on, you know what? I'm just going to ride this out and see what happens. Cause we say it every week here on success in the new retirement. Now is not the time to sit on your hands. Now is not the time to stick your head in the sand and play a wait and see approach. But are people so fearful that that's what they're doing? Well, that's a common response, right? Is we just panic. So either just panic and you sell everything and go to cash and kind of freak out in that way, or you kind of like ignore your statements and try to bury your head in the sand and forget about it and hope that things look better when you, when you finally are brave enough to open up your statements. Right. And what I would tell people is, is look, I don't think this is the end of it. I don't think you're going to see just a big, huge turnaround automatically. I think we're in for some volatility and some ups and downs through the next six months, 12 months, 18 months. And so what you have to say is, okay, what is my strategy? Do I have a strategy? Do I have a plan? Do I have some an advisor that's making adjustments to my, my portfolio? Because we're not telling our clients to bail out of the market but we are doing and making adjustments. And so again, if you aren't doing that, that's a move you can make. Again, I'm not telling you to go cash everything out. I'm saying, hey, get to with someone that's actually doing some active portfolio man- management because there are some strategies that are paying well, that are producing good returns, that can help you avoid losses, that can help you reduce how much risk you're taking. Those are the things that, man, if, if you can avoid a five or a 10 or 15% of this drop, if you can avoid some of that, and and be able to then take advantage of recovery when the market turns around, when things stabilize. 
that's a huge win for you. That's a huge opportunity. So again, I would, I would encourage people to not be just saying, well, I'll just write it out. I'll do nothing. I'll just be patient because that works if things are only going to be down for another month or two. Mm -hmm. But my tea leaves and what I'm looking out at the horizon, it doesn't look like we're going to see sunny days just right off the bat. I think there's some change and some volatility that's going to be occurring over the, in the next little bit. Thanks for listening. Want more from Damon and Matt? Check out successinthenewretirement.com. And while you're there, drop us an email with your questions. Investment advisory services offered through Acute Investment Advisory, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through its affiliated company, Acute Wealth Advisors, LLC. Tax and or legal advice is not offered by either company or their affiliated companies. Consult with your tax and legal professionals for guidance on tax or legal matters. The information presented should not be viewed as personalized investment advice. All expressions of opinion are subject to change. We are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.